20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. It's Saturday morning, you got your morning coffee, of course, it's Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365-day-a-year, and we just found out we have the third best Packers podcast right now that you can find on iTunes, Buzzsprout, and you can tweet us at at Pack-A-Day Podcast. Well, this is a Saturday morning that we are not going to forget, because the Packers are now done. They are in LA right now, getting ready for the Rams, so who better to have you join here Aside from myself, Jake Turner, and you can find me at, at Jake Turner Sport, or you can find my guy, 32 years in the business, and writing for BobMcGinnFootball.com, Mark Eckel. Mark, how you doing? I'm good, Jake. Uh, I think I, I, I want to recount on that photo at his third. <laughs> I agree. After today, after today, after they listen to this one today, I think we'll be first. But, but that's just me. I couldn't agree more. we got a lot to get into here. We got a lot to get into here. So, biggest game on the schedule for the Green Bay Packers. We've been reading it all week. They've been saying this is the game we've been waiting for. So, let's start off with Mark. How do the Packers beat the Rams? I wish you know if if I had that if if I come up with that reason, I think Mike Mike McCarthy should should hire me as his uh, top assistant. <laughs> but uh, it's not going to be easy. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. the Rams are good. Are they great? No, I, I can't call a team that does well in the regular season great because mm-hmm. the, the, I think that I, I think we we know the Rams are going to be a playoff team unless they, there's a complete unless they get like ten guys hurt and they completely you know fall apart. Mm-hmm. They're going to win. They're they're, they're going to win that that bad NFC West. I'll call it bad because it's bad. Arizona is barely an NFL team. The Niners without a quarterback, you know, they play hard, but they're not going to win it. And Seattle's kind of in that middle, I don't know what they are right now, so they're going to win the West, and they're going to be in the playoffs, but until they show me they can win playoff games, which they didn't do last year, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to say they're a great team, but they're playing well, they're playing well, they're, they're, they're scoring um, six of their seven wins, they've scored at least 33 points, that's a lot of points, um, they're playing, they have a pretty good defense as well, I, I admire their coordinator, Wade Phillips, um, who everywhere he's gone has worked his magic and, and has just taken, you know, bad defenses and made them good. He's taken average defenses and made them very good. Um, so it's not – it's – how are the Packers going to win this game? <sighs> hope hope a lot of guys on the Rams come down with food poisoning tonight, maybe. <laughs> uh, I mean, on paper, there's no there's no way to, to, to predict the Packer win. Um I mean, if 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 the Packers on let's just, let's just look at the Rams' offense going against the Packers' defense. All right. If if, if the Packers commit to saying, "All right, we're not going to let Todd Gurley beat us," which is probably what they should do, mm-hmm. um, and they bring up and they put like eight guys in the box or nine guys, in the, you know, if they go crazy against the run, you can do that and and shut Gurley down. I mean, that's possible. But then you got to worry about the Rams' passing game, which. Jared Goff, um, I didn't think, I'll be honest, I did not think he was going to be a good pro. I did, I did not think that was a good pick when the Rams made him the first overall pick of the draft. I thought I thought the Eagles taking Carson Wentz at second, mm-hmm. with the second pick was a much, I thought the Rams screwed up. I thought they took the wrong guy. Um, and, and they still might have. Wentz still might be better than Goff, but Goff is showing that he's, he 
was worth it. I mean, Sean McVay has gotten much more out of him than the, the Rams' previous re- regime has or, or did. Um, so if and that's what I would do. I, I think I would make Goff beat me. Uh, it looks like one of his receivers, Cooper Cup, is going to be out. He's, he's listed yep. as doubtful. Um, can the Packers' corners match up with the Rams' receivers? I think they can. I, I really, I think, I think you know Alexander can 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 run with uh, Cooks. You know, maybe beat him beat him up a little bit. Um, Robert Woods, who I always liked, um, is oh, pretty good. Amazing, but player. I think, but I think Kevin King. And or uh, I mean, probably Kevin King could 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 run with him and, and, and keep up with him. Um, so offensively, I mean, you know, defensively for for the Packers, they have to stop Gurley though. That's that's mm-hmm. not easier for me to sit here, you know, twenty four hours or more be, before the game and say, yeah, yeah, just stop Gurley because you know that, that <laughs> he's good. He's I don't for for my money, he's the best back in the NFL right now, I, and I love Zeke Elliott, I really do, but. Gurley's probably the best all-around back in the game. Yeah, Gurley is unbelievable. He has 11 touchdowns on the year and only 686 yards. Plus, he has three touchdowns passing-wise. You talk about Jared Goff, 2,130 yards, but his completion percentage is as good as Rodgers, which is 69.7% and 14 touchdowns. I want to talk about this Packers defense here for a minute, and let's start off with the secondary. So Jair Alexander is going to be activated. Looks like Brashad Breeland's going to get some reps in. This defense ranked total in passing is third in the NFL right now. How in the world? And I don't know how that's even possible, but I feel like the stats are kind of misleading here. But what guy do the Packers need to watch out for the most on the passing game? Of the receivers, you mean? Anybody. Gurley well, knows how to tear it up, too. Yeah, that's, I think that's going to be the bigger problem. Like you said, Gurley, and why I think he's the best back in the league is because he's... I mean, just pure he running, is. you could put a lot of guys up there. I mean, like I said, like I said, I, I, I love Zeke Elliott. In Dallas, you know, but he he's not he's not nearly the the receiver. He's a, he's a decent receiver. He's not nearly the the receiver that Gurley is. Gurley is Gurley is also a pretty good blocker. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of silly to even ask him to do that, but he can. Um, he's just a great all around back. I mean, I'm not again. Woods and, Woods and Cooks are good. They're good receivers. I don't think they're. Mm-hmm. I don't think either one's great. Um, and, I, and like I said, I think the Packers can match up with them. Um, the tight end's nothing special. Uh, but, but again, when losing, not having Cup is, is uh, that's a loss. I, I don't minimize his, his, his absence in this game because he's, he's big. He's big and he's strong. And um, how many touchdowns? He, has, he, he gets in the end zone, too. So um, I, I think, I mean, again, it's like pick your poison. I hate to use that, that cliche, but it's kind of what it is. And if I'm picking poisons, I'm I'm picking the girly poison. I'm gonna to try to do I'm gonna do all I can to, to limit him. If, if Goff and his receivers beat me, well, they're gonna beat me. But I'm not gonna let Gurley beat me. I'm I'm not gonna sit back in in zones and and cover twos and and double in receivers and let the Rams let let Todd Gurley run for 300 yards on because he, he can do that. I mean, you know, he's he's. Just a great, like I said, he's a great, he's, in my opinion, the, the best back in the league. So I'm going to do all I can to stop him. Oh yeah. And if Goff beats me, he beats me. But I'm going to try to get some, get a little pressure on on Goff too, like any and like any quarterback. 
you know, you get some pressure on him, he's not the same guy. As you heard, Packer fans, Todd Gurley is the best running back in football. I agree with that. Mark believes in that as well. So let's talk about this for a minute. This Packers front seven about to have their biggest test yet. They only have 17 sacks on the year. They're going against a top-tier offensive line that has only given up 12 on the year. Who are you watching for in this front seven to try and take down Goff? Hmm. It doesn't matter who. I, don't, I mean, it, it's got to be a okay. team effort. I don't, I'm not looking for Nick Perry to, to beat him. I mean, uh, they no. all have to do their job. And sometimes the guy that gets the sack isn't the guy that created the sack, as, as you well know. I mm-hmm. mean, sometimes the outside guy will, will get the pressure to quarterback step by, the, by an interior lineman or an inside guy coming in. Um, and again, they, they don't even necessarily have to have sacks, per se. Just okay. make him throw it before he wants to. Um Make him move around a little bit. Don't let him just sit there comfortable in in the pocket and 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 make his reads. You know, make his first, second, third read. No, don't give him that kind of time. Make him throw his first progression, or, or, or like I said, make him throw too soon. Um, get okay. him moving around a little bit. So then, Mark. So how do you attack if you're not trying to sack him? What are you doing differently? Well, I want to sack. Don't get me wrong. I, I want no, to well, sack. That's what I'm saying, though. Is you're talking about how, okay, maybe not forget about the sack, so I'm asking, what else could they do? Are they going to do that kind of thing where they're trying to, you know, bat the ball down like they were well, trying in San Francisco? Yeah, I mean, Nick, you saw Perry do that oh, in their last game. He batted down three passes. A batted pass is pretty, you know, that's that's a good thing, too. It's not as good as a sack, but it's a good thing. They, they, so, they just, my whole point is, they can't let Goff be too comfortable. Because if, mm-hmm. if he gets in that comfort zone, yeah, he'll get he'll get on a roll and, and he'll he'll slice them up. There's there's no there's there's you know he, we've seen him do that. Um, again, this this is not an easy. I don't. Mike Pettin's got his hands full this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I still think the number one when Mike Pettin goes to sleep tonight, mm-hmm. if, if he's having a nightmare, it's going to be about Todd Gurley. <laughs> I think not not Jared. Nothing taken nothing away from Jared Goff. Um, but again, like I said, if you, if you have to pick stopping one or the other, yeah, you'd love to stop them both. But I, I would I would concentrate. I would key on Gurley. I, my corners have to play well tomorrow. My corners have to have their best games. Alexander, um, King, Jackson, Williams, if he's playing corner. Um, the safeties have to be on, at, at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm bringing the safeties up in the box, too, which I think they're better at anyway. Um, and doing all I can to stop Gurley. So, and then you know, let's flip it around now. Let's we'll, this will be a good way to lead into the Packers' offense. One of the best ways to stop the Rams' offense is to keep them off the field, mm-hmm. and that leads to the Packers having what I think is going to have to be a ball-controlled, balanced attack on offense. Yep, 16th best offense in the NFL are the Packers offense. This is Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365-day-a-year Pack-A-Day podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Buzzsprout, or you can tweet us at at Pack-A-Day podcast. Alongside Mark Eckel, I'm Jake Turner, and we're talking about Packers and Rams. That'll be at 3.25 p.m. Central Time on Sunday afternoon on Fox so the Rams' defense has playmakers, but they have been known to be giving up some big-time points, a lot of plays. So what aspect of offense should the Packers use against this defense first? The one I think the Packers should use every week, and that's the quick, 
um, short passing game. You know, let okay. and, that, and that's all on Aaron Rodgers, who admitted finally admitted himself after the San Francisco game that he needs to to do that more. He he can't mm-hmm. look for that big play all the time. Every you know the big play will come, but it, you can't come out looking to, at holding the ball five six seconds, looking for waiting for you know Devontae Adams to run by his guy or waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Graham to come free. No, I mean, if it happens, yes, great. Well, listen, I'm not turning down a, a big play, but I think the, the theme, the Packers theme in this game has to be protect that Rodgers, and that's going to be the interior of that Packer line led by center Corey Lindsey, keeping Aaron Donald contained. Oh, yeah, that's the big one. He's a good player, and 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 Dominican Sue, you know, he's he's a big load in, in the middle there too, keeping those guys away from Rodgers. But again, that's on Rodgers now too. The line's going to do the the best they they can. Rodgers has to be smart enough and patient enough to just take what's there. There's nothing wrong with a five yard com- com- completion to whoever, mm-hmm. or a six yard completion here, and then maybe get and the guy breaks a tackle on the five or six splinters into a 16 or 17 yard game. That happens. We've seen that happen a lot. So take the take the gains. Take positive yards, five yards, six yards, seven yards. Keep Move the chains, as they say. You know, and, and more importantly, let Todd Gurley be a spectator. Keep him on the sidelines with his helmet in his hand watching. Because the, 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 the less he's on the field, the, the better it is that the Packers can, can pull off this this, this upset. What does Geronimo Allison and Randall Cobb's health mean to the team? A lot. I mean, that's two that's two starters. It also means that you got to we've in, in their absence. I think you saw you know Marcus Valdez Scantling, and I will use his full name now since he's earned the right to be called his full name <laughs> instead of just MVS. Um, he's become a pretty good player. I mean, you saw that he could. He's a playmaker. He mm-hmm. can do some things for you, and. Um, St. Brown as well made a made a great catch in the 49er game. Yep. And you know, again, I, I don't think he's the um, explosive playmaker that Valdez Scantling is, but I think he's a. I think you'll see him develop in, into a good possession re- receiver that you know that can do some things for you too. So now the Packers, Packers wide. Re- I think the Packers have learned that they they have a pretty good wealth of talent at wide receiver. But you know, with Devontae Adams, who's clearly a, a one of the top. I don't know, whatever, top five, top ten receivers in, in football right, top right 10 now. Top ten at least, yeah. Without a doubt, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have a Cobb, you have Allison, and you have the, 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 the two rookies, um, and a pretty good tight end in, in, in Jimmy Graham. So the Packers are okay. Their, their passing game is, is fine. Um, I think they'll score points on the Rams. Uh, like you said, the Rams, but you got to block them. You have to block mm-hmm. Rams up front are very good. They're secondary. You could exploit them. Okay. So, so what does Jimmy Graham's emergence bring? Another weapon. You can have, you know, you can never have too many weapons, and that's another guy that the defense. You can't double team everybody if you're, mm-hmm. you know, like, like just like I said, Mike Pettin has to pick something that you know he has to either decide we're going to stop Gurley or we're going to let Gurley run and, and shut down their passing attack. Well. Wade Phillips has to do the same thing. He's got to decide, are we going to double Devontae Adams? Are we going to double, are we going to use a linebacker and a safety on, on Jimmy Graham? Are we going to do that, both of that, and then leave, you know, Cobb by himself? You know, there's only so many things you can do deep, 
defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are, are we going to blitz Rodgers and, and try to get him off off his game and, and take the chance that we are leaving guys open and they, if they pick up the blitz, we're, we're susceptible to a big play? Or are we going to drop more guys in coverage and let – I mean, th- these are all the chess – this is the, like this is what I love about football is is the chess game that, that kind of goes on be, between the two coaching staffs during the course of the game. Um, so, again – if I'm the Packers, if I'm Mike McCarthy and, and Joe Philbin, and I'm putting together my offensive game plan, it starts with short, quick passing, and then mixing in some runs as well, and keeping. I I don't want. I hate to say it, I don't. I want to score, obviously, but I I prefer a twelve play, seventy five yard, eight minute and thirty second drive than a two play. 75 with a 65-yard touchdown pass from, from Rodgers to the Adams. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to give that 65-yard touchdown pass back. But I'd rather, I'd rather the Packers hold the ball, play, you know, grind it out, keep that ramp, keep, keep the ramp, keep Todd Gurley, make him, make him a spectator as right. much as you can. So, all right, so talk about the Packers running game. How do you use it against this defense? Not not as much as Packer fans want it, I think, because the Rams okay. are pretty good up front. You know, you, you know. Again, you can't be one dimensional, so you have to run the ball. But I, mm-hmm. and and I've said this every, I think every week we've been on, Jake. I say, you know, as long as Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, you're, you're going to be a pass first team. You're never mm-hmm. going to become a run oriented team because that's stupid. You're not paying the guy all that money to hand the ball off. You're paying him to, to throw it. So. But you got to run. They're, they're, they're going to run the ball. I mean, I expect Aaron Jones to get, you know, I hope 10 carries. Uh, Williams to get some. I don't care if Montgomery gets any or not, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'd rather him catch a few. I'd rather him catch those five, six-yard passes and maybe break one out, you know. Um, how, many carries, again, how many carries should Jones get? Well, it depends how the game goes. I mean... If they're winning, obviously more, mm-hmm. because then I want to use the clock even more to my, to my favor. But if, if they fall behind, you know, 14 nothing in the first quarter, 21-3 in the second, then, you know, the, the running game goes out the window. And that's, what, that, that, that's what's happened to the Packers too many times this, this year. And, that's, you, know, fans, you know, fans are fans, and I understand that they, they're frustrated and stuff. But, you know, you can't run when, when you're down. I mean, you can, but it, the, the, the defense was like, fine, run all you want. We're up 21 nothing. You know, um, hopefully that doesn't happen, that the Packers can stay in the game and they can keep it balanced. So in a close game, if, if you're telling me it's, it's going to be a back-and-forth close battle, I'd like to see Jones get between 10 and 15 carries. What would a win mean to the Packers' season going forward? Uh, I mean, in terms of the standings, it would keep them on pace. Be, you know, with the Vikings and the Bears, and now the, I mean, this is a lot. This division, it could, it might, it just might be the best division in, in, in football, Jake. I mean, mm. I mean, really, it's, it's definitely better than the East and the West. Um, the South, the NFC South isn't bad either. No, obviously. it's not. Um, but the, I mean, if the Falcons are right, if the Falcons, if they're not any good, then I think the, the, the North might might be better. And looking at the AFC. It's certainly better than the East and the West there. And I don't know, is it better than 
Pittsburgh and them? Probably. What does um, a loss do? Well, again, a loss. I don't think. See, again, it's it's too early in the season, even okay. though we're in the middle, to say it's a, a must win by any chance. Or, um, I mean, if the Packers win, I think what it does, not only in terms of the standings, but I think it, it, it it's a confidence win. Mm-hmm. It's a wow, we just beat the, the last undefeated team in in football. So we, in their minds, that they, they go out saying. We can beat anybody. We beat the Rams in L.A. We can beat who can't we beat? And I worry we were a nine and a half point underdog, and we beat and we won. We can beat New England in New England. We could beat Seattle in Seattle because we just beat the Rams in L.A. So what what can't we do? Now a loss. What kind of loss? If they lose, I would it's say a, a blowout. Game. If it, if the Packers got blown out, that that's what would that good. do? Because yeah, if they get if it's forty one. 14 no that's then then it's back to the drawing board then it's what are we where are okay. we how good are we are, are you know we obviously can't compete with the best team in the in the NFC um so even if we do find a way to win the nine or ten games and sneak in as a wild card mm-hmm. so what is that is, is that our you know we're, we're, we're obviously you know whatever many points it just Less shows. Than the Rams. Yeah, it just shows how um, low the totem pole is right now. So the next four right, games yeah. for the but, Packers. But a close loss, like you know, a it's a good loss. game okay. back and forth, and and the, you know the Packers take the lead in the last minute, and then Goff, their girlie, bring them down the field, and the Rams win on the last second field goal or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, you stood toe to toe with the with the undefeated team. So you know, on the road. Although I I wonder, and and you might notice as well as I do, or or even more, I'm more so. What kind of crowd do you expect in L.A.? How much, how much green and gold do we expect to see in the stands? Well, I mean, it's 100,000 capacity, so I wouldn't doubt if there's at least 40,000 green and gold and 60,000 Rams because the Packers, the Packers are in the top twi- uh, five when it comes to loyal fan bases. They're just like Cowboy fans. They'll fly anywhere, drive mm-hmm. anywhere, and they will invade with their green and gold and cheese heads and all that. And this is a big game. And any yeah. Packer fan you talk to, they would live and die to get to Los Angeles and be able to be in this big coliseum that is known as one of the biggest wonders <laughs> of the last 70 years. If I got that correct, I apologize if I didn't. No, well, but it's true. I mean, this is the biggest game on their saying, schedule think, so far. I don't far. think it's a big home field advantage for the Rams. You? No, it, it's not. It's I mean, not because... The capacity is not strong enough. It's not like Packer fans where they, you know, stack the Lambeau Field and average like seventy-five to seventy-seven thousand people. It's not like that in LA. They're far different. They're still a little iffy on this team. And besides, the Los Angeles Lakers just started their NBA season, so now they're all Laker and the Dodgers are the World Series. Dodgers, yes, it's Lakers, Dodgers, Rams right now. So. I would not be a bit surprised if I saw Packer fans by the thousands uh, stacking will it up at visibly, Los Angeles. Will we, will we, well, not visibly, but audibly hear mm-hmm. Go Pack Go on TV, watching a game at home on, on TV <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Will we hear a chance of Go Pack Go? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. definitely. There I will so be. If, if the Packers are leading or if Rodgers is going down the field with like a minute left on the clock or something and he's about to try and pull up the game winner... Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hear that go pack go sign. Speaking about go I pack agree. go, speaking about go I pack agree. go, the next four games after the Rams at Patriots, 
versus Dolphins at Seattle on Thursday night at Vikings. What does the record of the Packers have to be before they take on Arizona? My my first thought is, hey, thank thank you, schedule maker. What the hell? Is the Bear (laughs) fan making a schedule? I mean, really? That's pretty wild. And first of all, it's really unfair. And And I traveled for 32 years covering the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. um, which is more travel than being being on one side of the coast. Is, it's, you know, mm-hmm. you're always going kind of far. Um, travel takes a lot out of you. It really does. I mean, I, I don't like, when a team plays two or three games in a row on the road, like, I was tired, and I wasn't playing. <laughs> I was just traveling, you know? Mm-hmm. So people, fans underestimate what, what, what travel does to a team. And, for, and to make the Packers go... To the West Coast, I don't care who you're playing. I mean, that doesn't because they, when the schedule makers make their schedule, they don't know who's going to be good and bad mm-hmm. sometimes. So you know, but so I was kind of joking about that. But but to make a team go all the way to L.A., mm-hmm. come back, then turn around and go the other way, mm-hmm. you know that that's 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 unfair, really. To be honest, and then they play. Then Miami at home, okay, right? All right, they should that they should take care of business there. Then it's who's that? and then it's Seattle on a short week, right? Yep, Thursday night. That's not fair. See, I all right. Can I go on a little rant about Thursday night? Well, actually, before you go to Thursday night, Mark, <sighs> tell the audience where was the one place you did not want to go when you were writing for the Eagles when it came to traveling. I didn't really. To be honest, I didn't care. Oh, okay. Buffalo in the winter, maybe. I don't know. Okay, I just wanted to check. All right, now go I ahead. Mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, my own personal preferences were like, oh, like I didn't, I didn't care. I mean, I, I like to play. Like, I love going to Green Bay, obviously, but I didn't yeah. tell people that out loud back then because, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know. But I, I think some of the other writers were like, oh, we got to go to Green Bay, and, I, and uh, mm-hmm. to myself, it's like, yeah, we're going to Green Bay. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Buffalo in the winter wouldn't have been wasn't a good trip. Um, I think the trip I, I despise the most okay. as a writer traveling back was was going down to Washington. Mm. Even though it was close, but it wasn't close, and it was in the because you had to drive. You drove instead of flying. And driving to if, if you ever if you've ever driven in Washington, you you know what I'm talking about. It's it's not easy. Um, and it was kind of a pain, and that's a, that, that's the worst state of the. I haven't been to all thir- I've been to all 32 cities, but I haven't been to all mm-hmm. 32 stadiums because some stadiums are newer. Then you know I, the Eagles just didn't play there while I was covering them. Um, that's but that that is my least favorite of all the stadiums that I've been to. This is an awful place. Uh, what do they call it? Thanks, Fields, man. So speaking anyway, about your least favorite, you were talking about Thursday night football. What's wrong yeah, with that? If I was in charge, okay. And I'm, I'm not I'm not anti Thursday night football like a lot of people are. I think it's a okay. nice idea. It's, and I understand why they do it. They make a lot of money. It's, it's mm-hmm. TV ratings, all this kind of stuff. But I would only have, I would make it like I just said. The Eagles used to drive to Washington. That's who I would put on Thursday night football. I would never make a Green Bay fly to Seattle for a Thursday night game, or a Seattle fly to Green Bay for a Thursday night game. For that matter, I would make it Baltimore versus Washington. I'd make it the Jets versus the Giants. I'd make it the Eagles versus the Giants. I'd mm-hmm. make it. Um, Green Bay, Chicago. I'd make it Rams, Chargers, or 49ers, Raiders. Mm-hmm. Where the team, it's a short week as it is. Make them where they can. It's only a little. It's a, either a real short flight or a drive. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what I would do. And I think, and they started doing it a little bit this year, if if you notice. But yeah. now 
they, there's nothing they, Green Bay has to go all the way to Seattle for a Thursday night game. Again, not easy. Not an easy trip. Um, and even if Seattle wasn't good, it's still not an easy trip. No, it's not because of the fail Mary and then, of course, Brandon Bostic choking on the kickoff return and being up 16 to nothing. It's it's a house of horrors for the Packers. I mean, flat out. I mean, I'm just but in spite say. of all that, it's the fact that it's far away. That's also true because the Minnesota Vikings, who they'll take on the following week at Minnesota, they had to fly all the way to Los Angeles for Thursday night football, and we all know how that went down. Right. So... Oh, good call there. All right, so, so uh, final you know, question. Who wins this game and why? I'd love to sit here. I'd love to sit here and tell you okay. the Packer defense is going to come out and play great and Rodgers is going to have an MVP kind of game and the Packers are going to win. Mm-hmm. I would love to say that. And deep down, you know, but again, I can't I can't be a flat-out homer. and, and i got to be realistic and say I think the Packers are going to play well. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I think with a week off, Mike McCarthy's nine and three in, in in his career in his twelve years as head coach. He's nine and three the week after a bye, which is a pretty good pretty good mark. And 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 credit to him for that. Uh, the Packers as a team were sixteen and six in the last twenty two years the week after a bye. So they do something during that bye week that helps, obviously. Um, so I think they will. I, th- I think the defense will play one of its better games. Mm-hmm. I think. They'll be inspired. They'll be they'll be fired up. They'll play well. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, to say that they're going to beat the Rams on the road, I, I, it's hard to say that. I think it's going to be a good game, a close game. I think the Rams, Rams win by a touchdown or less. Six-point game, four-point game. Okay. You got a score? Uh, 28-24. 28-24. Okay, I like that. All right, I will. Uh, I'm going to take the Los Angeles Rams in a close one. I think Jared Goff will find a way, or Todd Gurley set it up for uh, their kicker, whoever it is nowadays, and he'll nail the game-winning kick. But okay, if, you got a close too. But if you see Aaron Rodgers with two minutes left in the game and the Packers are only down by four or five points, oh, Packers will that. have I'll their best right chance. Right Let me sign that up right right now for that. Oh, and I think any Packer fan would. See, well, we're trying to create some optimism here as well. But, I mean, the, the fact is is that even if they lose to the Rams, it's not the end of the world. Now, if they lose to teams like the Patriots or Seattle or the Vikings, then that's when you can start pulling the panic button. But, look, two weeks two by, two weeks off, they're ready to go. Rodgers is at his healthiest. Let's see what this true you know, Packers team looks like now going I never forward. answered your, your one question. You asked me what the Packer after those after this treacherous, whatever. Yeah, what go ahead, five games. What do they have to be? I think they got it. What are they? They're three, two, and one now. I, I think they got if, if they're five, five, and one. Okay. That would be with how many games? That would be with um, five games left, right? Yes. If they're five, five, and one. If people, I know how Packer fans are. They're going to be. They're not going to be happy. They'll be panicking, but nope. they can win the last five. Oh yeah, they got. Arizona and Atlanta at Green Bay. We know how bad Atlanta plays on the road. At yeah, Chicago, yeah, at the Jets, and then the Lions. At home. The Lions won't be easy, though, because they just run in Damon Snacks right. Harrison now. But it's in Green Bay. That's true. That's also true. They could, to borrow Aaron Rodgers' line, those last five games, they could run the table. Mm-hmm. So if they're 5-5-1, five, five, and one, they can get to 10-5-1, and one, which I think could win a division. It'll at least be a wild card, 10-5-1. and one. 
Mark, as usual, great stuff. So you'll go with the Rams. I just hope they get to 5-5-1. No, go ahead. I just hope they can get to 5-5-1 yeah. with these next five games. Uh, it's going to be interesting now because this is when the true Green Bay Packers team is going to rise up or they're going to fall on their face. We'll find out. Per usual, Mark, Mark Eckel, 32 years in the business, writer for BobAgainFootball.com. We'll see you in two weeks, Mark. All right. Take care, Jake. All right. Well, that was Mark Eckel. And, and per usual, the guy just brings it all the time. I always have such a great time doing this. Uh, so don't forget, uh, you can tweet us at, at Packaday Podcast. You can find this podcast. If you miss this any time, day or night, morning coffee, afternoon lunch, and you just want that Packer fever in there, go to iTunes, Buzzsprout, Google Play. It's there. And then we also have it on our Packaday Podcast Twitter page. Anytime, day or night, Andy Herman at Cheesehead TV has done an amazing job. We're also very happy with the news that Power Sweep reported and the Pulse of the Packers podcast, third best Packers podcast. Only been doing this for three months, just getting warmed up. So special thanks to Andy Herman, just continuing to give you know me and Mark Eckel this platform to work off of. But we'll find out. Packers Rams, 3.25 p.m. Central Time on Fox on Sunday be ready for this. It's going to be a good one. And that being said, it's time to say goodbye here. So for Mark, for Jake Turner, this has been your 24-7, 365 day a year Packer Podcast Pack-A-Day. And as usual, Go Pack Go. We'll see you next time. Third and six, trailing 30-23. to 23, Two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A-gap, and here they come. Rodgers looking. Throws left side of the end zone. Touchdown pass, the Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied. Beathard on third, down and three in the shotgun. Football to the 46 at Green Bay. Packers showing a blitz and here they come. Beathard looking, hit as he throws it, deep down the right sideline. And intercepted on the play. Spectacular interception by Kevin King at the nine-yard line of Green Bay. Sam to Rogers looking right. Throws the right side, St. Brown makes the Oh, he reached back to gather it in, using all 6'5 of his frame, tumbled out of bounds, inside the 30 of the 28-yard line. Snap to Rodgers, looking downfield, throws the left side, he's got it, out of bounds, inside the 10-yard line. Oh my goodness, what a throw and catch, again they beat Maven, down the left sideline. Hunter Bradley, the snap. J.K. Scott down on one knee, arm extended. Here it is. Placement made. Kick is up. It is good. It yes. is good. Mason yes. Crosby delivers the dagger. One week after his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight. And the Packers win 33-30.